Welcome to this Time to Lead podcast where leaders come together to grow and get better. My name is Fred and I'm your host and your mental growth coach and I'm so ready to make a difference in the lives of our listeners. We believe that before you can lead others, you must first lead yourself. So on this podcast, we focus on self-leadership. All right, I'm now about to bring in Councilwoman Michelle Harley. Hey, hey, hey. There you go. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) I know it's been crazy. Oh, yes, yes. It's been very, very interesting lately. Mm, Oh, my goodness. I I was saying to myself, and I and I and I know we were trying to schedule for early in the week, and you know it just didn't dawn on me what week it was. I'm just like, why did I do that? You know, it's like that was my bad. That was not your bad. That was my bad. They're trying to schedule doing that hectic week. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty um hectic, and no, it's okay. It all worked out. Okay, um, good. You no, know, it all worked out. So all right, thank good. you. Good, good, thank good. You. So I, you know, I'm a respecter of your time. First of all, I just want to let you know I'm so glad. And we're good. I'm so, we're, good. we're good for good. the next hour. Yeah. Okay, good, good. All right, good. So I'm just so glad. And I, like I said uh, in, in the email, this is me and you having a conversation because I know you. It's a different when I don't know nobody. But when yeah. I when I seen you from Greater Bethel days. Yes. All the way through till we marched down to the church. <laughs> oh, yes, in. yes. And to you know, although I was behind the back, I seen everything in the front, and I'm just honored to not only just know you, but to have seen your success. To have seen, I mean, I was always, I was always admiring of you because it was like, to me, whenever when I would hear that you know your name around and back and forth, it was always connected to getting something done. Thank you. No nonsense. Thank you. Like she's not playing. Like, you got to be on your job. Like, if you want to get something done, whether it's the leadership meeting, whether it's us recording, you're doing a Bible study, whatever it was, I, I always connected you with the woman who was getting it done, great character, and people spoke highly of you. Thank you. Thank you. That was one of the bullets that I used on my campaign literature. Yeah. Uh, for my second term, um, uh, I used... Uh, residential focus relationship mm. builder and results driven because yes. as you said i'm all about getting it done and i'm all about getting the results versus just being busy yeah so yeah. um making impact getting results is definitely something that i'm always always interested in so you're, you're right and thanks yeah. for hearing yeah, see that. I, I was watching even though i was on the camera i was <laughs> <laughs> So that's good. So you are a councilwoman of the 4th District. That's correct. Wilmington Wilmington City Council. Council. Okay, got it. Wilmington City Council, 4th District. Okay, good. And you have been reelected. Correct. Correct. (laughs) If they didn't want you, they wouldn't have reelected you. And um, may I add that I got 73% of the votes. (laughs) Yeah. Landslide. That's a landslide. Okay. Yeah, that's no joke. That's a, <laughs> that's a landslide. That's not you know. Any standard. I, it's funny because um I am I am not heavy heavy in the politics although my, my dad but I'm aware of what's going on right okay. and so um and I realize more as I get older how especially in the last ten years how important mm-hmm. it's been because yes. like we we don't connect 
I guess for me, I'd say personally, I never connected the dots with all the different events. I only connected the dots and I might be speaking for a lot of people. And, mm-hmm. I, and, 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 and my, even though this my show is not just a Delaware show, this, uh-huh. this is relevant to you over there in the UK too. Y'all, I'm sure y'all got things differently, but guess what? It's the concept is the same. You got to get yeah. to know who you're voting for. That's correct. That's correct. You, 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 know what, you know what I was taught to do? Go all the way down from top to bottom. Top to bottom. And I pick one side and I just, and I'm out. So okay. that is the worst way to do it. I yes. Found out. You yes. Know, you, so now because of, thank God, the internet's been out and, you know, we now can, are, are being challenged to say, okay, what have they done? Who are they? And not necessarily to say, um, um, you know, a, a liking contest, but a, a more of a, are they effective? What have they yeah. done really, you know? That's correct. And to kind of weed out the people who are there for the. For and, power, for control. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I got it now. So and and I just, you know, I, I, I you might not know this, but I pray for you because I pray for people who I know who are in that politics because it's messy. Thank you. Right? Thank you. Yeah. But I also know you're a woman of God, so they really can't yes. go but so far with you. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I know I'm always protected. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's, there's, there's no doubt about that. So congratulations on your Thank landslide. You. And I appreciate that. And yeah. uh, so I wanted, wanted to kind of talk, talk, you know, talk about, you know, how you le- have, have led through crises in your life. And mm-hmm. then also to encourage people who may be going through something right now, whether it's health or family or finance. And how leaders particularly, have you seen having to lead people and having to be able to be a, a person of influence and, mm-hmm. and um, how you were able to get through certain situations and, and come out on top like you did with a landslide mm-hmm. like you did? Yes, yes. So, well, let me just start off by um, just introducing myself. Yep. I, I'm Michelle Harley, and I represent the 4th Councilmatic District. And for those that are not familiar with the neighborhoods in the 4th District, it encompasses the Port of Wilmington, Southbridge, the Riverfront, Christina Landon over by ShopRite, Justison Landon by Del Paz in the movie theater and Starbucks, all of the downtown uh, business district and the residents that live downtown, a portion of the east side south of 9th Street. And then if you go up 9th to 9th and Walnut, west of Walnut down to 16th Street, on um, down through by the Brandywine, but south of the Brandywine, which is Midtown Brandywine, which is nestled behind um, Mickey Moto's and Washington Street L House. Mm-hmm. And then it goes over to 8th Street between Adams and West. Wow. So those are all of the communities that um, make up the 4th District. And um, the 4th District by far is one of the most diverse districts out of all eight districts in the city of Wilmington. Mm-hmm. Um, I have which you will call big businesses. I have small businesses. I have, actually, I do have projects um, within the 4th District. And I also have million dollar homes in the um, 4th District. Um, We have the corporate headquarters for government, city, state, and federal is in the 4th District. Um, And as I said, we have big businesses. We have the Comores, we have Capital One, um, Bank, uh, the banks, Bank of America. Um, and so we have mall and pawn shops um, downtown um, in the 4th District. Uh, one of the things that um, people may not know is that the 4th District brings in 60% of the revenue for the city of Wilmington. Mm-hmm. 
So um, wow. the fourth district is definitely um, like a microcosm of the entire city of Wilmington. Um, we um, also have the economic engine within the fourth district. And when I say that, meaning um, the majority of the businesses in the city of Wilmington are downtown in my district. So when we had the global crises going on, you know, with the looting, yeah. um, the majority of all of that activity happened, you know, within the fourth district. Oh, that was you know, in the fourth the businesses, district. Yes. And, oh, and it was pretty gotcha. sad because, yeah. you know, due to COVID, we, you know, the businesses, you know, were not able to open. So from the month of March up to June, wow. um, they had basically already been on life support. That mm. Saturday, that Saturday is when that happened and they were supposed to had opened up that Monday. Yeah. So the looting took place. They were already on life support, the businesses. Mm. Um, and so it was definitely a setback because when you are not, when businesses are not open, people are not working, people are yeah. not feeding their families, people are not making money. Yeah. So um, that was really in my opinion, not just my opinion, but I, I, I think we all will agree that that was, that's a crisis, you know, yeah, when people cannot make good work, make money, yes. feed their families, put a, a roof over their heads. That is a crisis. Yeah. So, um, so I, I just wanted to say that I'm really excited about the CARES Act funding that yeah. came from the federal government um, down through the state, through the county, down through Wilmington. So there, there are um, CARES Act funding that became available um, for the different businesses and for different um, areas for people to kind of get back up on their feet. So yeah. I'm really, really happy um, to, to hear about, you know, all the funding that has become available for those in the fourth district. And not only do we have a lot of the businesses, but I have the schools, a couple of the schools in my district mm -hmm. um, as it relates to the outcomes for children not being that favorable. Um, the Christina School District, there's a lot of challenges within um, the Christina School District as well as Red Clay, but um, I have Christina School District. I have um, Bancroft now, wow. it used to be Elba Palmer um, mm -hmm. that used to be in Southbridge, but as of this um, particular school year, they did not open. So I have Bancroft and so, um, you know, I'm able to, to advocate, you know, as much as I possibly can, even for the families that live within my district, as far as the children and, and the challenges that they're having as it relates to schools opening back up. Right. And being the um, chairperson on city council of the Education, Youth, and Family Committee, um, I feel as though that is one of the ways that I can support my constituents is getting information, inviting people to my committee meeting, such as the superintendent of Christina School District, such as the superintendent of Red Clay, which I had them um, to come last week, as a matter of fact. Oh, well, nice. Yes, yes, to talk to um, uh, our, 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 the council members, number okay. one, and we video all of our, um, all all of our meetings. Okay, right. that's good. So I, I pretty much wanted to know from them, what did this opening look like? What did the next quarter look like? And what mm. could families expect as it relates to their children? Because that, that's a hot, hot topic oh, it is, for, yeah. for parents, right? Yeah. That have 
children going back to school. So there are so many opportunities that even though I sit with the legislative branch, meaning that we write the laws, we vote on the laws, we sponsor the laws, we are also advocates and voices, you know, for the people that elected us. And so that is one of the other um, uh, responsibilities that we have in addition to sitting in the chambers, voting on legislation is being in the community, um, mm. being that advocate, as I said, and being that voice, you yes. know, for our constituents to make sure that we're doing the best that we can and as much as we can right. to improve the quality of life for them. So not, like I said, not only am I in the largest business uh, district uh, within the city of Wilmington, but the educational um, conversation that is yeah. going on, like I said, as it relates to the outcomes, the educational outcomes for um, some of the children in the city of Wilmington. Um, the narrative is that the schools within Christina School District that are outside the city right. fare much better yeah, than the you. students that are in Christina School District that right. are in the, in the city of Wilmington. So that's the narrative, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I just believe that um, if there's a greater need, you know, that's where, you know, you need to spend more of your time. Right. So, so that's another opportunity for me to be engaged. So um, it's just um, another opportunity to serve people. As you said earlier, yeah. um, I've served in the four walls of the church yeah. pr pretty much all of my adult life. Yeah. Up until 2016. Um, wow. That, that, I mean, because I met you way back when. So you, you, so yes. you came out of that realm. What, what inspired you to get into politics, though? Like, where did that come? Was this something that's always there? Or did you, did the opportunity open up? What made Michelle Harley want to say, you know what, I want to get into the politics side? Yeah, so good question. So as I was saying, um, I started working, volunteering, and serving in the church, I believe, in my early 20s, mm -hmm. maybe 18. Okay, yeah. really, when I think about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> as you know, um, I've, I've served in so many different capacities. So with yeah. the New Destiny, they pretty much have six major ministries there. You yeah. have the worship, you have fellowship, education, small groups in evangelism and the, the children's ministry. So out mm -hmm. of the six areas of ministry, I had the opportunity to be the associate pastor of four of them. Wow. Four of them. Leadership. Being, oh my yeah. goodness. Yes. yes. That's and, huge. That's not, the, I'm not gonna let you go by that. Four. Okay. My four. goodness. That is huge. Okay. Four out of the six. That is beautiful. Um, I was asked to uh, take the lead on managing them, making sure that they were operating efficiently and proficiently. Sure. And so um, I believe it must have been a good, maybe 15 years ago, you know, I'm always praying and asking the Lord, you know, what's next for me, Lord? What's next sure. for me, Lord? Sure, sure. Yeah. And so um, the Lord had begun to put it on my heart um, to get more involved in the community. And mm. so um, when the Lord began to put it, on my heart to get more involved in the community, I um, got involved with the Civic Association. I've owned a house on the east side for 21 years okay. and living there, um, wow. I wanted to be involved. So I got involved and I became the president of the Civic Association. So, you wow. know, when you the president of a Civic Association, it automatically connects you with your elected officials. Ah. If you have a 
uh, active civic association, you know, you want to connect with them to, you know, build your, your, your civic and to improve the quality of the neighborhoods that you live in. And then I got involved um, through, through being on the civic association. Then I got involved with our political party. Mm. I've been involved in our political party, helping to get the vote out for over 10 years. Wow. Look at that. Mm, mm, yes mm. that's community work right that's that that's that uh you know they say the iceberg or you see it was on the top but that's that bottom part of the iceberg you've been doing yeah grind work <laughs> yes i got absolutely. you absolutely i got you and so i think you know to answer your question once once i became involved with the civic association people literally started calling me and reaching out to me, asking me to get involved in their organizations like Stepping Stones Credit Union. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a call from Rashmi, you know, who is the, the director or president of, of that particular um, credit union. And I was a board member there. So by me having the opportunity to have my ear to the ground, yeah. you know, through, you know, civic association, being a part of our political party, being on the, the board of stepping stones. I was on the committee for loans, you know, where people wanted to apply for loans. So I got the opportunity to just really start seeing, you know, a whole different side of the opportunity to meet needs for other people. You know, in the four walls of the church, you're meeting needs, but it's 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 on a different level. It's mainly yeah. spiritual. I spiritual you. needs, praying, I you know, and right. and and um in that space. It, it mm-hmm. just is one particular way but in the community there are so many different needs you know people around education around health around economics around um uh uh, environmental um there are so many needs so when you really begin to think about you know in the four four walls there's definitely a need for people to have a, a good spiritual foundation but i felt like Wow, you know what? I spent most of my adult life in the four walls of the church, mm-hmm. you know, supporting my leaders, doing everything I could do to make sure that, you know, our ministry was successful. When I started getting involved in the community, I really felt as though that there was a greater need. And I really mm. felt as though the Lord was calling me in that direction. Mm, okay, gotcha. So you took up the mantle on that. Did you develop a passion for it? So, um, so once I got involved in the community, I really was not thinking about running for um, an elected position. Okay. Um, I just, w- like I said, being involved in our political party within the city of Wilmington is eight districts. So every district has a, what they call Wilmington City Committee, which okay. is a committee that um, supports the political party and we have to get the vote out. So within that particular committee, you had leaders from all communities within the fourth district. So I found myself also um, the the president of the Neighborhood Planning Council for the 4th District. So mm-hmm. I was beginning to rack up all of these seats on these 4th District committees, right? Wow. So not really, you know, adding up anything. Um, sure. Meeting different people, right. um, being asked, you know, why don't you come help over here? Why don't you help, you know, come help over here, there, and the other? So I was like, okay, yeah. So... So I'm moving right along. So in the year of 2016, when the the current council person decided to run for another seat, it was an open seat, right? Oh, got it. Yeah. So I was very involved in, you know, the fourth district plans for the fourth district. And so when the person decided to move on, 
it was an open seat. I was concerned, like, well, who's going to be her successor? And what are you going to do? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. So I'm looking for other people. Like, and guys looking at you like. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for other people, sure. you know, to step up to the plate. Because, yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm already involved in this, That's that, right. five committees, right? Yeah. And so when I started talking to other leaders in the district, they, they said, why don't you think about it? Not like me. They lit that and fire. Look at that. <laughs> three people had mentioned it. Maybe that. I should. <laughs> so right. That's sort of how it happened. Like look I didn't that. start out thinking about running mm -hmm. for a elected position, but like I was I was already doing the work. Yeah. My ear was already to the ground. Mm -hmm. I was hearing the concerns of the people. Mm -hmm. And so when people started mentioning to me, why don't I think about it? I begin to think about it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pray about something. it. And pray about it. Wow. Yeah. Let me, let, now this is me. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you an educational question for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, there are, there are good and bad leaders. Yes. There are situations that can be dealt with right away. There are situations that you have control of, situations you don't have control of that may be right. more pressing. How do you balance have, hearing what you've been hearing from the street and yes. being able to put a plan in place and then something that might be a little bit more pressing that needs your attention or somebody is coming against you? How mm -hmm. do you handle that so that it, it, it doesn't feel like somebody's being ignored. And how do you move your agenda forward to make, make an impact? What has been okay. your strategy? So um, as we have already shared, my foundation is one that of, of having a relationship with God. Yes. So that is always first and foremost, that no matter how people see me, you know, in the community as an elected official, my first commitment and obligation is my commitment to God and right. through my relationship with God, it always opens the door for me to always have, you know, a good uh, foundation mm -hmm. as it relates to how I need to move and how I need to operate. So I always, first of all, always start with the, the, the truth. Yes. Um, so I realize that I've been elected by the people and always hear what the community has to say. Okay. So one of the things that I've learned being in this seat is that the community definitely needs to be educated about the way government works, oh. the way government works. That's right. Most, most of what it looks like on the outside is not how you get things done on the inside. Got it. Okay. Makes and, sense. and within this lane, it's about, it's about, it's about negotiation. Got it. It's about give and take. So for me, um, I'm always educating the community in terms of exactly, you know, first of all, you have to be organized. Mm. Okay. Being organized and being organized, meaning, you know, be a part of a civic association. If you want your voice to be heard, you, you know, join or, or attend your community meetings so you can allow your voice to be heard in the right room so mm -hmm. we can be heard because ah, there's, a, there's a number of reasons why one, Sure. There could be other um, residents where you live that are having some of the same concerns. And that's where elected officials go to get information. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. To organize 
groups where there is, you know, a consistency, consistency and a consensus. That's right. You know, versus one or two people mm-hmm. saying, oh, I want you to put a pole up down the street. Well, what about the other people that live in your neighborhood? Mm-hmm. So, you know, in all fairness, as much as possible, you always want to get a consensus of the people. I always want to make sure that the information that they have is accurate. Right. And then I just use my my position to number one to to be their advocate and to be their voice and to do as much as I possibly can. If I can do something, I tell them what I can do. Mm-hmm. When it's something that requires other votes, hey, I'm one vote. It takes seven votes to pass legislation. So right. um, there could be a situation where um, I'm my the people I represent. They may want to see a bridge. Let's say, I'm just using that as an example, yeah. put wherever in the 4th District. Okay, well, the 4th District is a part of the city of Wilmington. So it's not just, you know, my district. So I try to help people to understand that um, there's six other people that have to vote on legislation uh. and they see how it's beneficial to their districts and how it's beneficial to the city of Wilmington. Now that's not all the time, but there are times, you know, where I just have to educate my constituents and make them aware. I have one of the most diverse districts. Sometimes over here, they're like totally against it. And sure. then I can have some residents on the other side that is totally for it. Right. So, so I have to always think about, you know, who is going to, who is it going to be the most egregious for so right. at the end of the day, you know, is the impact going to be um, negative? Right. Who, you know, how many and the percentage of people are going to be, is going to impact negatively or positively. So sometimes I have to think about it like that. Yeah. So, that so there's sense. a number of ways that I um, come to draw conclusions and make decisions, you know, through prayer. I listen to my constituents. I really, really listen to them, especially when it comes to controversial legislation. Some Nobody cares if I put a stop sign down the street. Right. So I'm not going to go out and ask everybody. <laughs> what do you right. think about that? You yeah. know, so when it comes to um, decisions that I have to make, that I feel as though, okay, you know, this is light stuff. But when it comes to controversial legislation, I just make sure that I get the, you know, the voice of the people and, and as many as I can. And then, you know, I take that and I always say, you know, if it's good for the community and it doesn't hurt the city, you know, right. sometimes in the community, they may think that, oh, this is the best thing for, for our community. But when you look at the big picture, mm-hmm. you know, because as a leader, you know, you, you talk about, you teach, you know, about leadership nuggets and you right. know, principles, you know, a leader has to be able to, to look at it from a 30 foot view yes. and then look at it from a five foot view. <laughs> right. Exactly. And sometimes the five foot view is where the community sees it. Right. The 30 foot view is me looking at the whole district and the city of Wilmington. Mm-hmm. Right. Got because it. at the end of the day, you know, I got to educate people about, you know, we have to be concerned about what business people think. Sure. We pay our bills through wage taxes and property taxes. Mm. So for every employee that works in the city of Wilmington, um, we get a percentage, you know, and, yep. and that's how we draw our revenue. Right. That's how we pay our bills. So there's, there's residential constituents and business constituents. So that's mm-hmm. what I have to right. deal with unlike some of my other con- 
um, colleagues. Mm -hmm. They don't have a mixed, diverse district. So oh. the district by far is definitely one of the most diverse in every sense of the word. Like any way you can think about it being diverse, right? It really, really is. So you so got those just, different cultures that come yes. in, you know, with different attitudes, mindsets, and things of that nature. Races all come together. So it's yes. not as simple as one group coming with a uh, like a consensus this is how we feel even as a culture this is this is and, and it's kind of more agreeable as opposed to where you have all this diverse and you have to kind of yes yes battle yes. back and forth with each other right that takes a lot more leadership yes. to be able to do that so that's what and you, you have, have to do. listen okay you know i have to listen because what they want in southbridge is not the same thing they want in the river front right right got you <laughs> right that <laughs> you makes know, sense <laughs> yeah what they want on the east side is not the same thing they want yeah. um, in Midtown. Now, there are some, you know, common interests okay. and concerns like public safety. Yeah. Everybody wants to feel safe no matter Absolutely. what community, right? right. Right. You know, right. Right. but um, as it relates to maybe youth programs and services, like that's not the concern in every one of my mm. communities. Got it. You know? Got it. That's the tough part because it's like it may not be a concern, but it doesn't negate the importance of it to that one individual. But without the education of right. understanding that it is a process, yes. that's where I can see frustration comes from. Because almost feel like you don't care about this, but yeah, we do care. But right now, we got to look at it from a, um, a a more like you say higher level, and then right. be able to know that you, yeah, I I'm listening to you, I hear you, but just yes. know at this point based on this and that's, that's tough. And I applaud you because that's a tough, that's a tough job to be able to be, because you can't make everybody happy. I get it. But, but the I, same. So how do but, you handle but that? I will say this, um, you know, serving in the church yep. and working for DuPont, as you know, I've been employed at DuPont for many years. So DuPont yes. has its culture. Okay. Church has its culture. Yeah. Right. And so I really attribute the fact that I've had all the training, a lot uh, of training, good. you know, dealing with different personalities in church, Got it. you know, being a leader, you know, working with other leaders in yep. the church environment. And then at DuPont, um, you know, I've had to learn how to work with different personalities yep. and different cultures. Yep. So I really attribute to working there, my experience, and training a DuPont experience and training in the church in the community as well before I got elected yep. um, to me being able to understand that, okay, this person's needs are just as important as that one over there. I got it. Okay. Right. Makes sense. And, 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 and like you said, I don't negate anything like what's important to this community is important to this community. That's right. I got it. And what's important to that community. So I'm able to switch my hats around. Good. You know, when eat when I'm in each community, you know, Paul said, you know, I became all things to all men. That's true. Right? <laughs> that's right. I became all things that's to all, all men. men. That's right. There you right? go. That so I've already been practicing, you know, mm, becoming right. all things to all men before I got elected. There you go. So you got that foundation is that's, that's been set, which qualifies you to be able to switch on and off yes. at a moment's notice. Yes. Okay. The personalities in church. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, you know? right? That's that's that, that that's enough. That's enough experiences. And training, right? It's training exactly. experience. That's good. That's good. Um. So, um, how long is the term um, when you run for city council? This is me getting educated again. How long? Yes. Is 
So um, city council seats in the city of Wilmington, every municipality is different. Okay. And when I say every municipality and every lane of government, so, you know, you have city, you have county, state, and federal, okay. right? So when you think about government, those are the four lanes of government, city, county, state, and federal. Got so it. when I speak of city council, I'm just speaking of that level. Got so it. it's four years, it's four years, um, it's a four year, four year term. Has it been four years? I know. Four Michelle, are you serious? I am I didn't serious. realize that. I mean, it I, went by fast. When you say re-elect, I'm thinking, okay, maybe it was a year ago. Whoa. No, 2016 was the election, and every um, you start the Whoa. next year. Yes. So we start in 2017. That's when we actually, you know, the new session started. Yes. So we're in the 107th session the 108th session starts in in january 2021 congratulations congratulations that's some work yes it is what were, it the, is. What were, the, what were the three biggest uh aha moments that you realized in the last four years for yourself um the three big aha moments i believe is that you know before you get elected a lot of times you, you think that you're just going to go in there and you know you got these great ideas change the world right oh that's right that's right, <laughs> right. just to find out that oh that's right i'm one of 13 other people oh. and it takes seven votes to pass legislation oh yeah okay yeah. and even though you know in the back of your head you know that but the reality of it you know really hits you you mm -hmm. know when you actually got legislation that you want to sponsor and that you um want to pass and how you you need to you know talk to your council colleagues yeah. and exp explain and express you know you know the intent of the legislation so so that was one aha uh -huh, because of course you know hearing about it reading about it in books is one thing but then yeah. we actually in, in it, in it I'm right i'm learning right. oh my yes. goodness yes. yes 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 so so that was one big aha uh -huh. um two now for me government was just a whole different um environment for me because working at dupont all of my career is very you know very structured mm -hmm. very standardized mm -hmm. you know you dot your i's you cross your t's and That's everything is point. done the same way all the time right so, right you always know what to expect like a conveyor belt it's just it is what it is and just the same all the time right that might have been that must have been a big change for you yes but government government is not like that it ain't like <laughs> no it but is you not would think like because they put us through all this training and education everybody's be this this and that i think i saw something that barack obama was talking about he said he realized the more he got and uh, it was a, the more the more higher he got even on the like the the, the global level. he kept saying this people yeah. are not as sharp as i thought they were <laughs> i when i heard him say that it was like you would think it would be super structured, but even when it's not in the, I guess, I guess it's a prior level of frustration too, because if that's what you are used to being structured, oh, yeah. you yes. have to be now fluid yeah. now to flow yes. with that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Got it. And, and I think, um, so corporate versus government, you know, mm. you're really dealing with the aspect of taxpayers dollars. Yeah. So, so, okay, when you go from, okay, you got shareholders over here that are at the helm to, at, you know, you have 
you know, taxpayers' dollars, yes. you know, that you're handling, then, you know, I think it, it kind of changes that, that, that rigid structure. Got it. The rigid okay. structure, because you have to leave flexibility for those reasons alone. Right. You know, those yeah. reasons alone. So I think that was one of, you know, the kind of like aha moments, yeah. you know, just like not having standardized you know processes in place but it's not the worst thing but you said an aha moment yeah so yeah. that was like a, another one you know, a big change <laughs> for me yep, yep. <laughs> that was a big change um and and i think really one of the biggest ahas for me is how much the community lacks education yeah. and interest and yeah. interest but they, they have, have emotion say it again but they have emotion yes okay. plenty of it Oh yes, yes. <laughs> so yes. it's like you know, it's That's like it's point. it's it's a lot of emotion, but yes. we don't. Well, you know, the thing is, like, it's almost like relationship. It's like if 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 I'm in a relationship and, um, let's say I do something and it appears mm -hmm. that I'm doing it a certain way, based mm -hmm. on your background or what you've been through, you see, I'm I'm doing it, and even though I don't mean this certain thing. Right. It triggers something in you thinking I'm doing something else. And now you get emotional. Now I get all the, I get the reaction of the emotion based on your past experience when I was doing something totally innocent and different. Yeah. Because you don't have the extra information, the education. Right. If you had it, you wouldn't have responded like that. So Absolutely. that education piece is what you're saying is I think it's very, very important but I don't say, I, I guess I don't say before you strike or before you lash. I would just say, you know, before, if, 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 if it's a concern, do your research. We got YouTube, we got Google, just do yeah. your research so that when you come with your concern, it's more mm -hmm. of a, it's more of a, as an educated, not, not in terms of, you know, schooling, just, just more of a, a better question without yeah. all the emotion. And more, and you're coming from a place of knowing. Knowing, okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah, you're, you're, you're coming it. from a place of knowing versus right. assuming. Oh, and, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I, assuming, like the, yeah. I like what you said about doing your research first because yeah. if you do that first, then you know that you're coming from a place of knowing versus yep. assuming. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's very important, and I find myself always educating educating um yeah. yes because the community you know so the way that i can best describe it is that i think that they get sound bites like think about a cd yeah. you know how you know a cd and like yep. when a new song comes out they'll give you this little sound 13 bite. seconds yeah, <laughs> yeah right. right and you're like okay and you run off with it yeah but then there's like five other minutes to it right and that's that's the best Same way that thing. i can describe how I feel that the, the, the community comes to us. Yeah. They're coming to us with a soundbite. Yeah. And I find myself always having to educate them about yeah. the other five minutes other that, five you know, minutes. that you don't know anything about, mm -hmm. you know, because I always hear always how much they do at the riverfront, but not in other communities. Yeah. Now the truth of the matter is that this current mayor spent more money over at Hicks Anderson Center over on the west side on mm -hmm. 6th and Madison than they spent at the riverfront in the last 10 years. Wow. More wow. money. Mm. Right? Got that it. right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I hear it all the time. Mm. You know, they spend all this money. So our mayor hasn't spent any money 
you know, here at the yeah. river, you yeah. know, but yet he spent, he approved $2.4 million for the renovation of Eden Park mm -hmm. over in Southbridge. Mm -hmm. The $2.7 or $8 million for Hicks Anderson is beautiful in there on 6th and Madison. Sponsored, you know, HBCU Week, where they um, bring uh, colleges and universities together and um, allow our brown and black children to have access to hundreds and thousands of dollars worth of scholarships. So, you know, there is so many um, people that get little sound bites. Yeah. And, 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 and what I just shared was the other five minutes. Sure, I got you. All right, the rest you know, of the story, I got it. Exactly, yeah, of gotcha. maybe the, the one little soundbite. Mm -hmm. So it's it's all about, you know, educating and um, knowing as much as you can. And I always encourage people, get involved with your neighborhood civic association. Okay. Even if you go once a quarter, you don't even have to go once a month. First of all, find out, do they even have one? Yeah. Because that is where you where you connect with your elected officials. You know, even on a campaign trail, that's the first thing I always share with people when I'm knocking on the door. You know, I let them know the place where you can see me and meet me and hear me is at the Civic Association meeting. I see. I see. But if you're not going there, then you're going to feel as though you're only seeing me doing campaign time. Right. But that's right. not because I'm not coming to the community. It's that you're not coming to the civic meetings. Right. So, so that's a challenge because... You know, for, for whatever reasons, I think you have the majority of the people that don't go to civic meetings. Mm -hmm. But um, I do believe that the social media outlets yeah. are becoming, you know, other ways that um, elected officials can give feedback okay. and hear the voice of the people that they represent. Right. So that's, that's the way that I look at it. Because, again, um, we have to give the input. Like, we are... We hear what the community wants, and then we make it happen. Okay. Somewhere the narrative got switched around where the community thinks that, oh, your elected official is supposed to come up with it mm -hmm. and advocate for it and pass mm -hmm. the law. Well, mm -hmm. no, we, we work for you. Mm -hmm. We work for you, you know? It. It's got just it. like on your job. You don't show up on your job and nobody tells you what, what you're supposed to do. Right. You work for your whomever you work for they tell you what it is that they need you to do that's and right that's how exactly we feel. Uh, I'm for the community, uh, community. Got it. Got what do it. you want to see done what do you mm -hmm. want to see change what's your interests what's your concerns got what's it. your issues mm -hmm. right right so so that is um uh, a mindset change yeah you know that i'm always trying to share with you know those that I represent that that are not there. Now, some communities, they know, okay? You know, they'll I meet with them. They'll give me a list of things. We need you to do <laughs> this, 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 and this, right? Here's your, here's your, here's your, your, your task list right here. Exactly. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. So there are communities that know how it yeah. works. Right, right. So, so part of, you know, my responsibility, I feel as a, you know, I look at myself as a community leader, as well as an elected official. Absolutely, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep, yep. So I, you know, make sure that I share that with them, get organized. That's where your elected officials come. Okay. And, um, and that's where things happen. So yep. that's what I want to encourage everyone, you know, to, to find out where is your community 
you know, uh, uh, civic associations, where do they meet? And like I said, you know, hey, you don't have to go every month, but at least show up every quarter, you know, look around. I think everybody should be thinking about something that they want to change in their community. Rather is, I don't know, more, I don't know, helping the seniors, helping the children, um, doing a cleanup, a community cleanup, um, you know, just mentoring the youth. Right. You know, there there are so many ways, you know, that the community can work with um, their elected officials because we cannot do it all. We cannot do it all. No, and that's I what, Yeah, we can. Yeah. And we work together. We work yeah. better together. Yeah. Um, and that's how you lead through a crisis, too, better, because it's getting to work uh, yeah. and actually putting forth the effort. And I always, you know, even when I'm doing my, I learn this in life, you know, mm-hmm. you can show, you can always talk about the problem, but if you, if you go to your boss, they want to say, so what's the solution? It's weird because the, the, the mindset is if I come to my boss with a problem, then I, he's going to give me a solution. But in actuality, a real leader will say, yes. so what, give me three things I can do to change it. Right. And it's like, when you're not ready, all you have is the problem. You're just like, oh my goodness. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't thinking about that, but think about the empowerment that happens when you can come and say, you know what? I was thinking about this. I think that the trust people care about three things. You Mm -hmm. know, can you help me? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Can I trust you? Mm -hmm. And do you care for me? Yeah. So I think those three things, what people want to, that will open the door for people to want to even speak up. If they know that you care for me, number one, Mm-hmm. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. And can I trust you? So, do you think that that between those three things, if one of them is missing, then that's the reason for the non-show up rate? They don't feel that way. Um, I w- I'm I'm sure there are some individuals that may feel that way, um, but I, I I think it's a mixed bag. Okay. Um, of course, I would say there are some people that have had bad experiences. Okay. But um, one of the, one of my goals was to um, ask the people that I represent to, you know, can we hit the reset button? Oh, I like that. For me like being that. your fourth district council person. You're telling you tell, you tell my age now, that's the old school Sega game back in the day. You push that <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hit that reset button. That's right. Let's start over, right? Okay, right. that's good. That's good. Yes. Yeah, 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 and, yeah as it relates to building that trust. Sure, sure. Right? So, um, and that is important because a lot of times elected officials get painted with the same brush as the last person, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And so that had had to be a part of my um, journey in the beginning, asking people if you could just give me a chance, you know, to prove myself. Um, I'm not going to overpromise and underdeliver. That's right. Um, right. I'm going to tell you what I can do in terms of, um, you know, what I can do. So that is important, the trust and and those different um, points that you make. But like I said, you know, you have a number of people that for whatever reason that they're not engaged. But I think as a leader, you just, you know, pitch your best in terms of you just doing it. Like, okay, Somebody's going. Somebody's going to be the better as as it relates to you making that move. You're not going to, you know, you pitch your net. You're not going to get all the fish. That's but you're right. You're going to get some. You will. You know, and That's so true. so I get consolation and just knowing that um I'm going to put forth the effort 
to throw my net out and get what I can Good. and make an impact where I can. And, and, you know, eventually people will begin to see your heart. You know, nice. yesterday I got a call from one of my constituents yeah. and it was just so beautiful, you know, for her to tell me, you know, I, I, I see your heart, you wow. know, you're for the people and, you know, just seeing so many beautiful things that I would have never known that she could see that. So, wow. My point is, is that people do see your intent and your good efforts, yeah. and 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 we just have to continue with that, and then yeah. eventually hoping that more and more and more and more people, you know, will hear or or experience, yes. you know, who you are, you know, as a leader, yeah. as you you stay focused on, you know, being who you are, being authentic, being mm -hmm. genuine, and being truthful. I think the default are the things that you mentioned. Yeah, good stuff. So how just just one last question. How important mm -hmm. is self-worth to women in particular when they're dealing with the leadership positions that you're going in and also oh, dealing with goodness. life? I know we can go for another hour, but give me just something that I can maybe I can bring you back. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Self-confidence means everything. And especially, you know, as a leader. And, um, and I say that because as a leader, you're going to be confronted with all kinds of people, personalities, issues, and situations. Mm -hmm. So if you are solid within yourself, okay, and you can stand on your own 10 toes, you know, you will definitely be able to, you know, undergird yourself and be able to, you know, be, be very consistent you know, even though the challenges will come. So the self-worth part of it is all about, you know, what do you do in your personal private time? Yeah. And how are you building up yourself to feel as though that you are self-empowered and you have self-worth? So obviously for me, it starts with me knowing what God is saying about me. Mm -hmm. Me Absolutely. having an understanding that God has already, you know, declared and decreed who I am in him, that's the foundation of my confidence, knowing that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That's it. And that I'm the head and I'm not the tail, you know? And I can go on and on from one scripture to the other, <laughs> um, knowing what God is saying about me and believing it and walking that out and releasing my faith in it. So me having a spiritual foundation individuals having a spiritual foundation to me that is 60 percent of your confidence right there yeah. okay there's other building blocks you know that um you can add to it you know personal achievements you know what kind of goals you know do you want to set for yourself i've set goals for myself personally mm -hmm. that i have achieved that gives me that personal empowerment that lets me know be beyond what anyone else is saying about me i set these three goals and i accomplish them that gives me you know fulfillment personal fulfillment it gives me um a sense of self-worth being aware of your strengths and your weaknesses i'm aware you know where i'm strong and i'm also aware you know where i'm where I, i'm not as strong right and i'm okay with that because right. you know i know what my dominant gifts are and i know what my less dominant gifts are so you know accept the fact that you're not going to be great at everything right just as long as you know that there are things that you're great That's in right. and that you do do you know or dominant 
or your dominant gift. So these are the things that I would encourage um, any woman or individual to to have a, a, a strong spiritual foundation, knowing um, knowing what God is saying about you yep. and knowing that that is the absolute truth. Um, you know, have your own personal goals that you set for yourself and work on achieving those goals. And you'll, you'll always be able to resort back to, you know, you know who you are, um, and you're happy with yourself, be happy within yourself. And, 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 and we, you know, happiness and success means something different to everybody. So think about those things that, is a success to to you not so much what the world says right. is success but what does success mean to you mm-hmm. and 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 think about those things and as you think about those things then go after those things and you will be guaranteed to have that self-worth that you know that we all need to be you know effective leaders because if you don't think highly of yourself very, it's very unlikely that other people are going to think highly of you because you're emanating an energy, okay? Because yeah. because energy bounces off of energy, right? Mm-hmm. And um and 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 it matters. So yes. so that's what I would say. And you know what God is saying about you and the messages that you you tell yourself are very important. And so you got to make sure that you are speaking you know, life to yourself and you are saying good things about yourself. And if there's things that you don't like about yourself, do something about it. Right. Do right. something about it. You know, as every day we wake up is an opportunity to make our life better. Nobody yes. is stuck. Absolutely. You heard it first, Michelle Harley, fourth district Wilmington city councilwoman. And she just got reelected. So we got another four years. Is that right? Yes. congratulations congratulations and uh how can people get a hold of you if they have questions or concerns they want to be able to talk to you or have you speak Uh, how can people get a hold of you okay um i love people reaching out to me um through email harley mh at gmail.com um my website is michelleharley.com um, it is in the process of being reconfigured, but that's one way that they can get in touch with me. Okay. And um, my phone number, 302-547-7803. And so that's how people can get in touch with me, um, either one of those particular ways that I just shared. Thank you so much, Michelle. We had a good time, didn't we? I told you it wasn't going to be that bad. Oh no, I was looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it. And thank you so much for this opportunity. And I just want to say that I'm very proud of you as well. Thank you. Um, I love the fact that, you know, you have garnered and you have embraced, you know, this whole leadership topic and leadership principles yeah. because, you know, I'm a leader's leader too. Absolutely, and um yeah. and 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 you know, and when I see what you're doing, you know, it makes me proud. And I'm really appreciative for this opportunity. And I would love to come back, you know, in the future. Yeah, great to have you back. Absolutely. And, you know, what I love about this, and I really, really, my wife been telling me to start this because I got, you know, with my media background, I got another podcast. Uh She kept telling me, you got to start this because this is what you're doing now. You change your career. And she was like, but what I love about this is because this focus of this podcast is not necessarily, uh, as you know, being the leader, the Pied Piper. It's about leading yourself. 
Yeah. That's why I wanted yeah. to have you on here because before you can lead yes. anybody else, you got to yes. first lead you. That's why I say it's time to lead yourself first. Yeah. Then you can believe be able to lead other people. So it's kind of a new, it's a new concept, but it's a, it's a real concept that is true because it's all about us being accountable to our own self first. <laughs> I appreciate okay. you from the bottom of my heart and thank you. And now uh, just continue doing what you're doing for more years. Yes. Yes. <laughs> thank All you. Right. Thank you so much and have a great, great evening. God bless you, my sister. Thank you.